welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Almost Good. said Conscious Cowboys, I know. But you know what podcast you're on. My name is Madison. We have Tess beside me. And to be honest, I don't feel like talking today. Oh. <laughs> but I'm showing up anyway because, because it's important. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for showing up. Yeah. You bring a lot of value and you thank know you. that. So, I mean, I sure as shit wouldn't be doing it by myself. <laughs> and I love hanging out with you. And honestly, it's been a little Same. bit since we've had a chance to hang out. Mm-hmm. And by a little bit, guys, I'm being really dramatic. It's been a few days. Which is a lot of time away for, for us. For us, because we, you know. Our lives are very intertwined at this moment in time. Correct. Yeah. But today's episode is going to be based on like the real shit <laughs> that we're going through. Because I was laughing as I was leaving work this morning and coming up. Madison and I like both go teach Pilates in the morning on Mondays. We come back home, we try to eat something, and then we sit down to record. And on my way up, I was laughing to myself. I'm like, dude, I have no idea. I haven't even thought about what we are going to talk about today because I've just been so in my own world and consumed with things that I'll share with you guys today that I was like, I've got nothing. And so when we were talking about it, I'm like, what the hell are we going to talk about? And we came to the conclusion that the best possible path for us today and for you guys as listeners is just for us to share like the things that we've been you know trudging through this week yeah because we were like oh my god maybe we should keep it like light and fun and do a Q&A but we're like how inauthentic would that feel at this moment like <laughs> no <laughs> yeah yeah so this is the path of least resistance for us and it'll be great yeah um so what I mean by like it's been a crazy week and I've been so consumed First and foremost, my dad got his second hip replacement on this past Thursday. And that, if you have ever had anybody in your life or in your like close family get a hip replacement, you can sympathize with me. Like that is so hectic Mm -hmm. taking care of them. They do, I'm not going to go into details of what they do in the surgery. I'm sure you can imagine, but it's so intense. And taking care of someone who is like, on pain meds and you're nervous, like, am I getting the scheduling right? Are they in pain? Am I making it worse by like the way that I'm helping them move around the house? It's just so, so much. So I don't mean to complain about it, but like that has been so consuming for the past four days Mm -hmm. that I've just been in that world and nothing else has really mattered. I took work off. I haven't really, I mean, I was social because I had people like my people coming over to the house and visiting. But that's because they were entering my world. Yeah. So that was that for me. Yeah. Oof. That is a lot. I know I was talking to one of my best friends, Nina, briefly, and I have been more distant from people that are not right in front of me, like in my vicinity every day, like Tess, my parents, my sister, but more distant from just my other friends, really. And it's just because I... I don't know. I'm just like keeping my head down and trying to build myself up. And like we're entering new territory with like finding jobs and like everything. So I've just been laser focused that I haven't really like talked to my other friends. It sounds like kind of bad, but um, it's, I don't know, going like we're building ourselves and it's such a grind that sometimes it's like so much energy to talk to other people, which sounds like, I don't know. I judge myself for that partially because I never understood that. Like when people wouldn't text you back, I'm like, what the fuck? But now I get it because sometimes it feels like it's a lot of effort, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Well, because, okay, I don't think you should get down on yourself. I mean, I understand that you hold yourself to a higher standard of that and you're like, I should be able to respond to someone's text. Yeah. But I can relate heavily on this if sometimes it is, I don't have, like, I feel like I can't put my brain into all these different buckets at the same time. Right. Like I am so focused on just keeping myself afloat right now that how on earth am I going to like have just general conversation with people. Like I just can't sometimes, you know, and it's not that I love that person any less, or I don't want to like even make it about one thing, but I just understand where you're coming from. If sometimes I just, I mean, you guys should see my text messages. They build up and I'll have like 16, 17 on red. And then I'll have to sit down and designate like 20 minutes to thoughtfully respond to each person. And then I move on. Yeah. It is really crazy because I know many people in my lives too, that do the same thing of like not responding. And I really try to not take it personally, although sometimes I do sidetrack is that I was talking, this is like such a side note, but I was talking to someone yesterday about why like road rage, and this is applicable to what we're talking about. But if I get mad in the car, it's because I took it personally. Like I'm like, Oh, they fucking hate me. Cause they just cut me off, you know, like fuck them. Yeah. But obviously it's not personal. But anyway, I used to take it personal, a lot of things, But when not communicating with people, now I understand. Like, I fully get it Mm -hmm. because I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, even I won't text my sister back or, like, my cousin. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, I used to not do that. Am I okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is, like, kind of no. Yeah. Well, I think back to the times where I wasn't responding to people and it was, like, at my low points, you know? So, but I think that that's okay to be in a low point and to not expend energy in places where you know it's going to be okay. Like, you know, those people that you're not responding to right now, even though you love them more than anything, it's almost like, you know, that they're going to be okay and your relationship with them is fine. Yeah. And it's not going to waver if you need to take a week or two weeks to like, just focus. Yeah. I think I just need to be better at communicating that. Because really how much energy would I have to output to send a text and say, hey, I love you. I just am not responding to literally anyone right now. I'm going through shit and I just need to focus in. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the conclusion that I came up with that. That's good. Yeah. I could probably use more of that myself where I just will like not respond to people. And they probably are like, what the hell, Tess? My worst one is my work group chat. I am a ghost in there. And it's oh, like people call me out on that. It's yeah, so bad. It's bad. I know. But there's like so much to read through and there's so many like different dates and yes. stuff. I'm like, uh, I can't. Yeah. And honestly, I do read through the text like because, you know, it's there yeah. and I read it, but I just don't respond. So we need to do better. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even just like liking it, you know, like holding yeah, it like down and liking it. Like I've seen I have it. seen it. Cool. Yes. Yes. I would agree. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, what does that bring me to? I tried to write a list of all my thoughts because I knew that... uh, There are just so many thoughts. Yeah. Oh, something that's been like pretty hectic also (laughs) is how in limbo we are. Like, I feel like we try so hard to not be in limbo. It's so sad. I think about... It's sad in like a funny way, but I think about like how up and down we are with our moods, which I it's acceptable. Like that's normal. I'm not going to be positive 24 seven, but just listening episode weekly, you know, is just really funny because we're like, woo. And then next one we're like, dude, we're going through it. Yeah, this is we've got it all really figured gnarly. out. And then we're I'm like, scared. I'm, I'm lost. Yeah. 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 No, but it's just, okay. I think 
maybe this is because two very important necessities for everybody's life, work and home, right? Like think about it. If you're secure in your work and you're secure in your home, then like you're pretty much, you know, like your bases are covered. You can move from there. Yes. Yes. Because those two for us right now are the biggest question marks in our lives. Mm -hmm. That's why it feels so hectic. Because those are like your two most important or two of your most important, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Grounding, stabilizing details. And they have big question marks over them. We have no idea what jobs we're going to have. And we have no idea where we're going to live. But we know that this lease is up at the end of April. So we have to somehow come up with something. Right. And I know that we will. But the fact that it's a big question mark still is, it just takes a little bit of a toll on you, you know? Yeah. And then there are people that are just like, well, you guys need to relax. And I'm like, I understand. You're right. We do need to relax. And we are too in our head about this. But I feel like I need to be. Yeah, because we take the decisions very seriously. You know, like every, I they don't lie when they say that life starts to move really quick. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't want to make a decision that I don't feel 100% in at this point. Right. So I think that that's why we're taking our time and making sure that things feel right before we proceed. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I... But then it's like a fine line of are you overthinking it versus are you making a good decision, you know? Yeah, there's a little bit of both happening. Yeah, right? Yeah, because I think like, okay, well, why don't you just give yourself permission to go try something for a short period of time? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, why are you building up in your head to be this big old thing that's going to be like such a commitment? Like, what if it's just a year? That yeah, you that's try true. a place, you know? I think that we do have that mindset, though. I think it's just a matter of like d- the initial, like, you know how they say the hardest part is starting? I feel like that is where we are. We're like in the pre-planning stage and... I think that it feels daunting that we have to like make this big move happen. But once we do that, like we know everything's going to be fine. I feel like that just the initial like move is the most scary mm. because I don't think about like, Oh, what is, what's going to happen if I live here in five years or something? No, you know? I definitely don't think that far. Yeah. That's all. just too much. You're right. Yeah. Which day by day, me, <laughs> which brings me to the next point of like when you're looking for jobs and the whole interview process and, that is so difficult to navigate. Sometimes it can be, you yeah. know, like this one that I'm trying to interview for right now. I've done two full interviews. They went well, but then the holidays came up and it was like, okay, yeah, let's circle back at the beginning of the next year. Mm-hmm. So then you circle back at the beginning of the next year and you're like, well, when does that, when do I get a response? Like, how do I know if like, I want to be making moves to help try to like piece the puzzle back together and I feel like, oh, I just want answers, you know, but yeah. you have to be patient. Like you can't rush things. Sometimes. Yeah, because you are making moves. It's just you're kind of waiting for the other person or the other people to yes, reciprocate. And I could really use some patience. Like that's yeah. something I really need to work on is, yeah. okay, sometimes I send an email out into the world and then I'm like, oh, I should hear back tomorrow. No. No, no, no. Because I barely can text someone back within like five (laughs) days. And why should I get a job offer? Exactly. Yeah, where they're going to pay you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. I get that. (laughs) You know, but it's just because you're always hunting for answers and security and it's hard to live in the unknown. But I read something, was it yesterday? Maybe the day before. Completely irrelevant what day it was, you know? It's okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, I just try to give as much detail as possible. But they were saying that we are actually experts at the unknown. Like we live with it every single day. You think about it, 
Yeah, we think we have things figured out. We think we have answers, but we don't know shit. No, we definitely don't. So why are we so afraid of the unknown when we live in it every single day? Mm, I mean... <laughs> Do you, I don't need you. Yeah, I don't answer. have like a concrete <laughs> answer to that. I don't know if I'm like afraid of the unknown, but maybe that's because I have a lot of hope for the unknown. I don't know what, I don't even know if it's like being afraid, if that's a, the right okay. emotion. Correct. Cause I'm, I don't feel afraid either, but I just, I almost like, I look for answers f- super quick. Yeah. Like I'm not afraid of the unknown, but I don't, I don't love that limbo phase. Mm-hmm. Like, so why, I guess maybe the question rephrased is why are we always trying to get out of that space as soon as possible and plug an answer to it. Because we don't like discomfort or we don't like to feel uncomfortable maybe. And that limbo space is extremely uncomfortable in my opinion. Mm. And I, yeah, those feelings I don't particularly like, but even when I'm feeling sad, I am, I don't know. I have moments of clarity where I feel okay that I feel sad or uncomfortable because I'm like, well, this is the human experience and I'm happy for it. Like, what is the point of living this life if not to feel such strong feelings, Mm -hmm. you know? So sometimes like I had that last night, which we were going to talk about too, is that I was visiting my old roommates in Santa Barbara and I was telling Tess that it was really great because I hadn't seen them in literally a year. And it made me sad when I was driving home. And I remember like feeling extremely sad, but I was like, I'm happy that I have these feelings because there's so much love that I have for Santa Barbara and like those people there that I was like essentially mourning it as I was driving home for the last like hour and a half. And I was okay with feeling that, but it just was like extremely heavy. Like I literally could barely talk to Tess when I got home. Cause I was like, I just got to go to bed. Like I am so exhausted emotionally, but yeah, I don't know. All to say is that I am happy to experience such feelings because I'm happy to feel anything at all. But shit, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. A word that I could use for that is like it's very confrontational, right? Like revisiting a place that you loved living and people you loved living with and just knowing that that little section of your life is like it won't ever be replicated. Like you won't ever move back in with them and have those life experiences in the way that you did. Like it is, it is grief in a way it is mourning and it's very okay to have that. And I've felt that too over lots of things. Like I, I don't know, like there are certain parts of town that I drive by where I'm like, wow, like I spent all my time here for years Mm -hmm. And this place held so much value and so many memories and like, oh man, like it's heavy to drive by it, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean that like you want that part of your life back, you know? But it's just more so like I recognize that there's like a lot of feeling there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we were talking about this before recording is that I am like sad for the life that I could have had which I think is weird to even think about. I don't think it's a bad thing, but it's like almost finding, like you're saying like, oh, but this person has so much potential. Like, but that's not actually happening. Mm. The life that I could have had, like what the fuck is that? It's like essentially a dream. But I don't know. It's just like, it's very, it was very interesting. Almost like very philosophical and deep in a sense, you know? Like I was just like trance, like in a fucking trance Mm. the whole drive home. 
but yeah, I don't know. It's really crazy. I it's relates back to something that we talked about in a previous episode of when I would go to Thanksgiving or Christmas and you're with the same people, but you're like in a different part of your life. And like Tess said, it's just like confronting that and like where you are now. And it's like, oh shit, maybe you have this idea of like where you would be at this time and you're not. So that feels kind of uncomfortable or yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Seeing all the change is awesome. But then it's also like, whoa, shit. Yeah. Like there's a lot of unpredictable things that happen, Mm -hmm. which is great. And also maybe not so great, but that's okay. Right. Yeah. And it's okay to feel sad over it. You know, I know you don't need me to validate that, but like just saying for anybody listening, yeah, you know, you're allowed to miss places and things and parts of your life that you once had and the idea of what, you know, you thought maybe you could have, but it for whatever reason didn't pan out. I don't know. All of those things. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to think about your life in that way and to go deep and go fuck. Yes. Wow. Okay. But then, you know, I think a way that you can ground yourself and come back to the present moment, like feel all those feelings, have all those thoughts. And then when you're ready to bring yourself back to the present, you like focus back on the task at hand and like, okay, where am I now? Where am I headed? And then let's like dive into that. Yeah. Yes. I am getting more comfortable with the ebbs and flow of life because I always know that when there is a depression, not saying like depression as like emotionally or mentally, but like a decline, Mm -hmm. there's always like going up from there, you know, like that is just what happens. And if I look back in my past, like that's always what has happened. So it's okay. When I'm low, I know it sucks. It really sucks, honestly, but I know that it always gets better. So yeah. Well, something that one of our other best friends reminded me of is she was like, at least you guys go through this shit like together, mm-hmm. you know, like, fuck. Yeah. Like, we are very fortunate. Start crying. <laughs> no, I, well, that's why I was silent for a second. Cause I was like, fuck, I might, but not even that I'm sad. It was just more so like hearing you say that and like knowing that, you know, it feels heavy. I'm like, I wish like when you know that your people are like going through it, you wish that you could help them and Mm -hmm. and change things for them, but you can't, you know, all you can do is be like a really grounding force for them and stay positive and not like fake positive, but like genuinely positive of like, no, we got this. And like, it's okay. And like, we're going to figure it out. And like, life's going to be really fucking cool. And it is really cool. Yeah. You know, and that's all you can do. You can't change people's feelings for them or anything. And you're not supposed to, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to feel what you feel. You know, all I can do is just like hold space for that and be like, damn, Okay, I'm going to hug you really hard. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Just like it. you hugged me really hard. She came over yeah. when my, you know, like day of surgery or maybe, yeah, day of surgery or day after? I think it was the day after. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, dude, I need a hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, sad. yeah. It's a lot. Honestly, a hug from your people is like so beneficial when you're feeling down. Mm-hmm. Like it's so underrated. Yeah. Hugs. Yeah. Yeah. I feel very lucky that, this past weekend, I got to hug three of like, well, actually more than three because I had my extended family, but like three of my most important people outside of my extended family right now. Like I got to hug three of them and I was mm-hmm. like, yes, yeah. like everyone's showing up. I'm so happy. Yeah. Hell yeah. It makes such a difference. It does. Um, This is a, a little plot twist here from what we've been talking about, but we recently went private on our personal Instagrams. 
Mm. I feel like that's like an ebb and a flow thing too. You know, like sometimes I'm private and sometimes I'm public and you never know where I'm going to land there. Yeah. But I recently went private because I was just, I don't know, I felt like a clam. Like I just needed to close up that part for a second. And if you want to see me, you can go on Cowboys type deal. That's what was my thought process behind it. And then I started getting friend requests naturally because people follow and whatnot. And I have this debate in my head of like, well, who do I allow in? Like I'm private for a reason. And my thought process is I only, I mean, I don't really post on there regularly anyways, but I think, well, who do I actually want in my space? Like me being private is a statement of like, this is private. Yeah. And I really only want my close people to see my shit. And I might use it more if I know that only my close people are on my Instagram. And then I get in my head of like, well, there's going to be people that I meet that I'm like not necessarily close to, but they want to see. And do I let them in or do I not? Mm-hmm. And is it rude to not accept a friend request on my private Instagram account? I know. Because I don't want to send signals that like I'm bitchy or like, no, I don't want you looking at my shit. But like at the same time, it's private for a reason. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I debate between that because obviously in our jobs, teaching Pilates or in any of our jobs, we're very public facing. And so I don't want to not accept someone's friend request that I see every day who comes to my class. Although I'm not friends with them. Yes, I teach them and they're really great women. But sometimes I I feel bad to not accept their friend request because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to see them tomorrow. And they're going to be like, what a bitch. She didn't follow me back. But then it's okay. Okay, so you can follow me. But now I got to follow you back. That's right. But it's I got to like, look at you. I like, I can't even look at my close, you know, like Instagram to yeah. me is sometimes overwhelming. And now I got to look at you and your life. Yeah. And, I don't know. Whoa. It's, yeah. <laughs> I used to be like really cutthroat with that. I'm like, oh, I don't care. But now I do care. So I'm just like, I don't know. And then if I follow one person and then I'm like, oh, shoot, they're you friends. Gotta I got to follow her now. Oh my God. The list gets bigger. I know. That's why I debate. I'm like, should I just delete my Instagram? But no. Private, I think as of now is the way to go. And then you get like random accounts try to follow you, (laughs) like random men. And I'm like, do you, I literally have like a hundred followers. You think I will accept you. The confidence. Like I respect the confidence, (laughs) but no. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny rain outside. Yeah, it's nice. It's sad. We won't get to go for our walk today. No. And Ugh. if you guys know us, that's like such a big part of our day. I know. So it's, it's sad. It's okay. We'll be okay. It is okay because yeah. we get to walk all the time. But like, you know. The last thing on my list, which for all of our male friends listening, what's up? Uh, we okay. We haven't gotten our periods this month because we're stressed. Yeah, which I really don't like that. No. Like, and that's always a really, it's a like a, a moment of pause for me. Like, whoa, am I actually that stressed out to the point where my body's natural functions are not going as they need to? Right. Like they're not operating as they should because I'm that stressed out. Yeah. That's not okay. And I need to, I need to figure that out so my body can get back to what it needs to do. Yeah, I would agree because I went for many years without even having a period. So then when mine now is disrupted, I it really scares me, mm-hmm. which it shouldn't scare me that much because I know that month to month is different, but it does. So I'm like, I need to get my shit together and take better care of myself. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because and then it's frustrating. I'm not well because, but you feel like you are most days. You know, you're I doing do the absolute best you can. Yeah, that's true. But but I think on a, like a mental emotional level, I just I don't know. I didn't think I was stressed, but then I look back and I'm like, oh well, yeah, like look at all that. Look yeah, at what you just went through. Yeah, and I'm grateful for the reminders that our body sends. You know, (laughs) and so at this moment, I'm just like, all right, we're not going to ignore these signals. Mm -hmm. So we need to just be a little better. Yep. Yeah. So we've got a fun week ahead. We're going to Dallas. Yay. We leave tomorrow. Yeah. We're helping our friend Lauren um, paint murals inside of an Airbnb. So that should be relatively peaceful, I feel. Yeah. If we just like turn on music or like listen to podcasts and we're painting. Yeah. And we get to hang out all day. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be legit. I do feel a little bit of guilt because I said yes to these plans. And then now that these plans are approaching, it feels like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have just because of all the stuff that's going on that feels like it needs my attention. Yeah, like it feels like the wrong time. Yes. To I'm like, do this. cool idea, but maybe not the best in terms of timing. And yeah. mm, that makes me feel a little stressed. And in a sense, like not excited because mm-hmm. I feel like, fuck, I should probably just stay here and help and, and where I need to help. But then also at the same time, I can step back and let other people fill in where I was helping. That's and then correct. I can go and stay committed to something that I've said yes to. Right. But it's just like, you know, that feeling of like, ooh, I said yes. But now I'm like, oops. Yeah, and I think we had an initial pull to this experience and I'm going to go with that initial jump for it because we were excited about it and even though now it feels like it's not the right time, I still think that it's beneficial to whatever is going on right now. You know, like where it's like our judgment is kind of clouded right now, so I feel like I'll just think back to when we agreed to the plans and be like, yeah, that was right. Smart. See? So smart. Yes. You're right, because it is clouded by all the like big question marks that we have going on. But if we go back to our words for the beginning of this year, sorry guys for talking about our words too much, but curiosity and adventure. Yeah. That's what led us to say yes to this type of stuff, you know? So we got to pursue it. Yeah, that's right. We're going to have fun. Yeah. And I also think like, I think about this a lot, but just like the fact that tomorrow isn't guaranteed, you know? So why not step out of your routine and do something different? Mm -hmm. Because we're doing the same shit. Like we can do different things. Yeah. Yeah. So good for us. Yep. Anything else that we can cover or is that it for this week? I am good. I'm fully, you're good. Fully done. Yeah. Yep. Me too. Yeah. That's it. I covered my list. So thanks guys for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. Yeah. We hope that your new year is going awesome so far. And if you feel like you've fallen off the wagon in terms of your intentions, it's okay because you have the whole year and the rest of your life. Which hopefully is long and healthy and beautiful. <laughs> she gave this pep talk to her neighbor because he's like, oh yeah. man, I feel like I fell off. And she's like, what? No, it was, it like, was like day three. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And also, yes. Yeah. Don't get down on yourself for that because we're taking it day by day and we ebb and flow through everything. So, right. You know? Okay, guys. Well, next week, hopefully we come back with some cool stories from Dallas. Well, yeah, we will have cool stories. I feel like it'll yeah. be good. And we'll try to document as much as possible and share it with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Until next week. Talk soon. Talk soon.